Hello, everyone. Welcome to this 3PL Summit. I'm Thomas Watson, trucking expert here at FreightWave. Super excited to be diving in with Ed Stockman, CEO and co-founder of Neutral. If you don't know about them, they're a logistics tech startup. Check them out. going to be talking a little bit about today on how technology uh, is going to be increasing the quality of transactions in the spot marketplace. As a little bit of background, of course, the spot market is normally considered the Wild West. And the experiences may vary. So I'm going to dive in, see what tech can do to make things better. Ed, welcome. A pleasure to get to talk to you and find out a little bit more about your company as well as your technology. Yeah, thanks for having me, Thomas. Super, super happy to be here today. So first things first, uh, for folks who aren't as familiar, uh, talk a little bit about Neutral as well as a little bit of your background in history. Yeah, so Neutral's mission is to increase the quality of transactions in in the spot market. And um, we see uh, a ton of bad actors, fraud, fake postings, bait and switch models. The list goes on and on of folks that leverage the spot market for for different ways that aren't always um, best for the industry and, and the marketplace. And uh, I have roughly 15 years of uh, uh, experience in the freight brokerage world. Um, came up using a lot of different tools and trying to Look and find carriers in many different ways, and saw a better uh, better option in the marketplace. And uh, of course, uh, we believe that in order for one of these solutions to truly exist, you'd have to be Switzerland, and that's really where the name Neutral came from. But uh, we are developing tools and integrations to help supply and demand connect in a way that uh, revolves around quality and integrity. And currently, speaking of the integrity part, the integrity of data is a big challenge for spot market transactions because oftentimes it's purposefully or unpurposefully, uh, you know, falsified, whether it can be origin and destination, actual buy rates, commodity information. Some people don't include any of the information. How big of a challenge was it, you know, looking into when you founded the company? Uh, what are some of the opportunities? Because it felt like when I was a broker and a carrier, uh, you know, there sometimes you wouldn't even figure out the day it picked up that could have been incorrect. Yeah, I think I think the biggest opportunity is is again moving away, transitioning away from the traditional posting model and giving folks the autonomy to post whatever they want wherever they want. And uh, again, that goes back to bait and switch. Let's just get a bunch of calls for this particular load, whether that's a high rate whether that's 30 miles away, 60 miles away from where the load is actually picking up from, uh, whether it's a more desirable destination, and let's just get a bunch of inbound calls and uh, navigate the spot market like that and try to try to quickly cover the load. Uh, I think the, the easiest kind of low-hanging fruit out there right now is to really leverage integrations to understand the actual details of the shipment that the broker has. Uh, Let's let's understand what their internal target rate is that a carrier rep is allowed to book the load for, and if a if a carrier is interested in booking that load for for the target rate, why not just give them the autonomy to click book it now and digitally book that load? So um, give them the transparency, give them uh, the opportunity to look into that TMS into the load details without necessarily picking up the phone and having to talk to Bob at the broker about all of those load details. So it's it's really about integrity and giving the, the carrier speed to book. And looking at the platform itself, the challenge is some brokerages by size 
Uh, some of them at a certain amount have figured it out. Others haven't. What's kind of in your experience been the sweet spot between uh, when you're looking to partner up with brokers? How many millions of dollars do I need to be before I can either think about, do I have my own platform I need to integrate or should I work with a third party and just use my TMS because I don't have the technology, the resources to build my own stuff out? Yeah, so we see uh, we see kind of three different buckets, if you will, of of brokers and and it's it's pretty closely correlated to size revenue uh, per year. For example, uh, the brokers that are between call it uh, five and thirty million, um, they're they're just looking to survive in advance. They they want more freight. They they need carriers. They may not have the most robust database of carriers. So when they go to conduct a load lane history, um, it's it's pretty limited results. So they require uh, third-party tools to, to go in and help them build up this, this carrier network. Um, they're not necessarily that interested in digital bookings yet. Uh, if it helps bring capacity into their network, great. But a lot of those folks... Um, you know, quite frankly, they're not able to spend thousands of dollars a month on all of these different tools. So, um, we see, we see a lot of, um, willingness to advance there, but, but those businesses, uh, especially in markets like this are, are, are struggling and, um, uh, they, they typically live out of their TMS and leverage their TMS in every way that they possibly can. They're very committed to, to that TMS, especially given the costs of TMSs these days. The mid-market brokers, um, call it 30 to 100 million. Uh, these are folks that are really um, kind of split mindset. Of they're either really interested in investing in scale or they're really interested and invested in hitting their monthly numbers. And, and those, those two concepts, uh, very much may be conflicting at times. Uh, for example, a carrier rep who's incentivized to make an additional $25 on a load versus the, the other mindset, uh, why don't we just spend the extra 25 bucks and book the load in two minutes and move on to the next load and develop a relationship with that carrier and try to, to reuse and repeat our, our business. And, um, uh, then of course the, the larger brokers over a hundred million, they're finally starting to get into this mentality of we will never have 100% digital bookings on our proprietary software. Let's partner with some third party folks and wherever we could go ahead and, and acquire that supply from, so long as there's a low barrier to entry and a low cost to serve, we'll allow carriers to, to book our loads on other platforms. So it's, it's the range of adoption is, is all over the place right now. I think that's a great point to bring up because when we look at the 3PL space, we forget that it can be just as fragmented as the trucking space. We've got the haves and the have-nots and the eventually once near the middle side. Uh, you know, thinking about that and personnel. I used to remember you'd hire some people to fill the seats. You'd hope they get three to five loads booked per day on average. You know, you try to figure out your head count. Is this something where this technology, especially in like a down market or when markets are changing, is this something where instead of just overloading your headcount, you do these partnerships and you decide, well, I'm going to work more on the tech component. That way, at least I have additional capacity instead of having to do the the layoffs and stuff that oftentimes occur whenever you realize your volumes go down and then, you know, your margins constrict. Yeah, I think it's it's a great question and it's always 
brokers specifically always seem to be chasing something like there's there's very few brokers that that are that proactive where especially in today's market they don't have to worry about finding supply or they don't have to worry about keeping bad actors out or uh there's always another problem that that keeps coming up and surfacing in the brokerage world and whether it's compliance or um or margins or or the cycles of freight um it's it's really important that that brokers understand how to de-risk and prepare for six and twelve months down the road. Uh, I think most of the folks that that I talk to that are building technologies out there today are are doing so in a way that uh, there's a fairly low level effort to get integrated. Most of the TMSs are doing a pretty good job of of integrating quickly with new up and coming providers. So um, I. I think it's it's more about uh, you know what what your goals are as a leader. Are are you more proactive, and do you want to lower your cost of serve? Do you want to get into digital bookings, and do you believe that that, that is going to be a requirement for your business in the near future, or are you purely trying to survive and hit your numbers next month? And uh, you know we we see we see a, a constant pull uh between those mindsets especially in in down markets like right now uh, uh it's it's pretty easy to cover capacity you can post something and, and get a lot of calls because carriers need that freight um so it's it's not necessarily top of mind but when we remind people of what happened two years ago um you know folks tend to get a little bit nervous and and you want to be proactive especially when uh we know that it's cyclical and we know that it's inevitable that it's going to happen well, I think that's a great point with uh, behaviors, especially carrier reps. Uh, you know, if you come in, I always used to joke that uh, uh, for, for carrier reps coming in in a down market or an up market, their behaviors will be completely different. And oftentimes when it changes over the course of years, it can really freak them out. Is that something where you found out with uh, getting using these platforms, having third party platforms where I can post my buys, post my target rate, somebody else booking it? Is there a challenge with getting the carrier floor and the people who are working with carriers on board to help embrace this technology and use it instead of looking at it as, well, I could have got that extra 50 bucks and now I can't? Yeah. So it's it's not always necessarily about the cycle as much as it is uh, other details like incentive plans and how these carrier reps are, are compensated. And there are certainly times when uh, where carrier reps at, at these brokerages are certainly incentivized to chase that that twenty five dollars, regardless of of the cycle or or the market, and and in other cases, um, we've seen some of the bigger brokerages, especially over the last five years, tell their carrier reps like this isn't necessarily a margin game anymore. This is about digitizing the transaction, and we want you to push all of your bookings onto our platform or onto a digital platform where. Rather than negotiating with that carrier over 25 bucks, give them the extra 25 bucks, but only if they come into the portal and they book online. So what that starts to do is it starts to incentivize the carrier up for different behaviors where I'm not necessarily trying to negotiate over that 25 bucks as much as I am just trying to get a digital book. And uh, I think, you know, those those brokers will be pretty well positioned for the next cycle where they have a group of carriers uh, that habitually go onto their website every single morning to find what they're looking for. And uh, that's kind of the the race in the space right now is, 
is not only who can who can have the most carriers, but it's more about daily active usage. And it's it's very similar to what we've seen in technology over the years. There's there's a user uh, metric that everybody looks at, how many users are signed up for your network. And then there's daily active users around how many of those are actually users uh, and, and coming back day after day. And, and I think that that's the, the race in the space uh, at the moment. I feel like we're going to be coming, we're going to be like social media. How many daily active users are we looking at? Uh, that That's such a great point though about the $25. I like to harp on that because for my experience as an account executive, uh, sometimes in a split model like a Chicago one, you'd have someone decline. Oh, that's it, $50 higher. I don't want it. Then the middle of the day comes by. Now we're stripping out the load, which is all hands on deck to get it. You know how much money we spent by pulling about 15 carrier reps to all start calling on anyone who's on a load board? We probably spent $500 worth of you know actual costs of employee work as well as the cost of missed bookings to save an extra hundred dollars so that's something i like to really say about the technology what y'all are working on because that's almost like what you want is instead let's get them on the platform let's do that and the speed of it saves money to make mail calls it's the the price point that we're entering right now for some of these digital tools is frankly not even comparable to the scenario that you just described uh I mean, most most brokers that we see, especially in in the mid market, that thirty to one hundred million dollar broker, uh, most of them are spending a hundred dollars to find a truck, and and when that's fifty percent of your margins on a load that just go, that that doesn't even include keeping the lights on or or the chair that you actually physically sit in or the computer, like that doesn't include any of of that overhead. So when you're looking at some of these tools out there available in, in the marketplace today, the, the unit economics don't even compare to that um, of a human. So it's it's when when you describe those types of scenarios, you know, we we love that because it happens every single day. And we're sitting here saying there's a better alternative. And looking at moving forward, uh, integrations, you know, third parties, TMSs, do you see right now situations where even customers large shippers with their own internal load boards are looking to use uh, third-party platforms. Because I remember back in the day when I was an analyst, it took a lot of effort to get on like a a, a TMS, like a, a TransPlace TMS that's managing a Fortune 100 shipper. It was a lot of work to get to that level of access. Do you see customers now kind of warming up to this idea, well, maybe I should also think like a broker and, you know, push this out there and see what the market has if they're approved to work with? Yeah, certainly we 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 get a lot of uh, you know interest from shippers that are looking to uh, connect with capacity, and that doesn't necessarily mean carriers directly. They may be looking for a better way to connect to their brokers, and especially if if their brokers, for example, are neutral customers and and they're already going into the neutral platform. Uh, how do how does that broker not only find capacity but also connect to their their shippers as well? So we see a pretty large opportunity in the broker space not only to help uh, brokers cover loads cheaper but also find loads uh, more effectively, and that's by aggregating a lot of their shipper portals in in one place. And uh, it's it's a tricky um, uh, equation 
to navigate for us at the moment because we certainly don't want to start connecting shippers directly to capacity to, to bypass or, or disintermediate the broker. That's certainly not our objective. So um, what what we what we are doing and what we are seeing more of is there is a way to to uh, involve the broker still, and that that means connecting the shipper and the broker and being able to help them uh, transact more effectively in in the spot market. Perfect. And if folks want to learn more about neutral sign up as well, whether it be carrier, broker, shipper, just try to do, uh, you know, help with the tech stack. What's the best way to get in contact with y'all? Yeah. Best way is our website, www.neutralnewtrul.com. Click and uh, sign up for a demo and one of our sales team would love to give you one. Ed, appreciate the talk. I'm very excited to see what neutral is going to be up to as well. Going to keep an eye out for these developments and hopefully we can finally bring some order to the wild west of these load boards. Well, thank you so much, Thomas. I appreciate you having me today. That's going to be a wrap for uh, this fireside chat, but don't touch that internet dial. We're going to have a lot more folks as well. And if you do miss this, you can always catch us at tv.freywaves.com. Going to have it posted up as well as our editorial staff often write articles. That's going to be it though for this one. It's been an absolute pleasure. 